Hey, everybody. Hey. This is Zach. And this is Stuart. And uh, tonight we have a special split uh, book club, movie club uh, episode on Kushin Takami's Battle Royale. Uh, this was kind of a joint pick for the mm -hmm. two of us. Um, and uh, yeah, like, uh, I guess we can start, you know, with the the book then maybe we can talk about the movie yeah but the book um, slash manga yeah the book slash manga because the manga came out actually fairly soon after the book but um, yeah yeah I'll, and I'll just... the manga was actually the first introduction at least for me to this particular piece of media oh really because mm -hmm. yeah i um it's funny i came across the movie um on a i don't know if japan still does this or not do you remember vcds no <laughs> so they were um uh video cds rather than huh. than a digital video disc which i guess is a branded thing yeah. like they were they were cds that that had movie files on them so they worked similar but a lot of uh japan at the time was using vcds and so a friend of mine ordered one off of ebay from some oh, seller wow. and shared it with me when i was in high school and so i saw the movie first then realized oh here's this manga that i saw in barnes and noble and bought a few volumes of it yeah and then in college i came across oh oh this is based on a book yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i kind yeah. of had the reverse order of what what came out what came yeah <laughs> because i remember actually watching it at i guess japanese culture club in at college oh yeah yeah that was your first exposure to it uh to the movie yeah to the movie mm -hmm. yep okay well um yeah like the uh the, so so in my notes for kind of the research portion of the book mm -hmm. um so apparently the author was inspired by a dream he had in the early 90s of his childhood teacher saying now today i'm going to have you kill each other while grinning interesting um he he apparently was also inspired by his upbringing in the 60s uh, when you would see large groups of revolutionaries fighting against police violence like in japan mm. like the, you had groups of people actually fighting the police yeah um like in filmed and tele you know broadcasted on television um the depiction of the totalitarian fascist government uh was actually influenced by a book that i dearly love by uh richard bachman aka stephen king called the long okay. walk yeah um if you've never read it i highly recommend that one as well um but the the book itself uh the battle royale book was uh, completed in 96 um it was rejected in 97 by the japan horror fiction awards because of the content wow. oh yeah yeah <laughs> um and then it was picked up and published in 99 by a small press um and then it was you know released in 03 probably with something to do with the movie maybe in america um as a bunkoban which is or like the the split up books like um qt84 by yeah Murakami. um it's it's dystopian horror 
which I didn't realize that was actually a genre. Um, yeah. <laughs> which it's funny. It's um, yeah, like in Japan, there's there's this uh, fictional genre called dystopian horror. The closest thing in America are like the the YA novels that were popular like ten years ago, like like uh, Hunger Games and things like that, mm-hmm. which we'll get into. Yeah, <laughs> because there's I mean, a lot of criticism uh, around around. I mean, that. games now are called battle royale games and yeah and it's directly that name yeah 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 well and and you know this world uh in in the book uh it's basically the idea is that there was an alternate world war ii where japan won mm-hmm. so this story is set in 1997 of that world hmm. um and in that world the government controls everything uh there's an unnamed dictator that has a cult of personality rock music is banned along with other immoral items yeah Um, because it's interesting they really don't get much into the whole like world building aspect yeah they they do not (laughs) um i only the manga and the book and the actual movie too yeah i mean i um i was only able to find that uh by reading an interview with the author uh, hmm. that was translated where he was talking about it because you're right like they don't go into it in the book yeah um it's just kind of implied because everything is so strict and you know rock music is well, like one of the characters wants to go to america to be a rock star yeah um, <laughs> but it's not um, like implicitly stated or anything along those lines you're just kind of assuming that it's a dystopian world yeah yeah and and you know the the battle royale itself in this is kind of done as a form of entertainment for the masses like everything is televised and broadcast out kind of like the hunger games so kind of (laughs) um suzanne collins actually published the hundred hunger games in 08 Mm -hmm. uh and claims to have never heard of this book or the movie because i mean realistically why would she um are i don't remember that those so I don't think that the Battle Royale was actually broadcast. I don't think that like there was that aspect of broadcasting during in the, the game. In the book? In the manga. And in Oh the yeah, no, in, yeah, in the in the manga and in the movie, I think it's like a radio broadcast. I don't think it's actually uh, television. I think it's yeah, it's more of them, but it's not like reporting in like detail or anything. They're like, oh, this person won. Right, 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 right. Yeah, where it's not as as like publicized there's a, or well, there's like there's a no cameras or anything like that. So, so the sense I got is that it's more, um, it's it's it would be as if you were like uh listening to like a baseball game on the radio and then checking the website with how the game turned out like the final scores like because they do have the final scores in terms of like uh the people who died in the previous 12 hours Mm -hmm. yeah i think they have that but there's Um, no like play by play i think it's no it's not like a live thing it's it's um because I think you were just implying, or the way that it sounded like you were implying was that it was like televised, or if it was like on a radio. But there isn't really, again, yeah, there's that nothing aspect. like that. 
Um, I remember the book didn't really have it much because there ends up being a part in spoilers, of course, because there's always yeah. spoilers during this thing, <laughs> where three of the um, boys decide that they were going to either like destroy or hack the main central building because the main central building is warded off by the basically the kill zone because all of the kids have colors on them and the smart kid realizes that all the colors have like speakers on them so they can listen in to like their conversations and stuff like that what they're planning because again they were trying to create a bomb to like send it over to the main like facility that was watching them yeah it wasn't like them recording them for like televised purposes or anything along those lines so i think that was more of like because if they were like watching their play-by-play with like a camera or something along those lines then they would have realized that these kids were like planning on yeah, and this. that wasn't that. Yeah, that that was not what I was trying to get across. So thank you okay. for catching that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, I just wanted to make sure. You yeah, know. like it is a thing that the 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 mass population is aware of, and I'm assuming that there's probably a betting. I don't around I, it. I don't think so. I think it was more um, of like a a cur- or it was like a population sort of management where it was like we've got too many kids or something along those lines. Let's make them fight. So the strongest survive and we can like, you know, eliminate the weaker ones. At least. I think us having this, this discussion too, um, is kind of a statement on the writing, like how, how little fleshed out there is about the world. About the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because both, both of us obviously walked away with two different ideas yeah (laughs) which means it's not explicitly stated in there (laughs) yeah yeah which is Um, again a little rough yeah it is um you know the 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 word on the the blogosphere i think and I, i think a lot of the conflation that people have too is that the hunger games quote unquote ripped off this book but like I don't know, like, I, I don't, there's no real reason to think that Suzanne Collins had ever heard of this. Uh, I feel like that's kind of, you know, people hit on similar ideas at a similar time. Yeah, and the thing is, like, um, Susan Collins kind of fleshed out the world. Like, exactly, the, that's the other thing. The books were, you know, talking about kind of like this dystopia and not, like, yeah, there was focus on the actual event. But it wasn't like yeah. that was the only focus. Where that is the only focus on, at least in the books and in the manga. I think they came out with a Battle Royale 2. And that yeah, dives no a little bit deeper into like everything. But I I never watched it. So. Yeah, like like the, um, I, the, the Hunger Games. I've never read the books. But it, my idea of them is that it's more fleshed out. Like I've seen the first couple of movies. And like even the movies are more fleshed out than the Battle Royale film. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, even Takami himself says that, you know, he appreciates fans standing up for his book, 
but that every novel has something to offer. And as long as the readers find value in either one of them, that's all that the author can ask for. Yeah. Like he, like he does not believe that based on things that I've read, like he does not believe that she's quote unquote stolen his work. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, because Um, like, I don't really, so the only similar thing is the dystopia world and making kids fight each other. Yeah. Like with Battle Royale, it kind of gives this like weird thing of like, oh, all of your weapons are going to be random where they like end up handing out like random weapons in a backpack because like one kid gets like a gun and another kid gets like a frying pan and they're like, well, it's just fair and it's fun. Yeah. So, and then with like Susan Collins, they're kind of like, identified their strengths and weaknesses they have that whole cornucopia where Mm -hmm. they can like pull items and weapons from so yeah i don't know yeah well it it in a funny twist like considering that that battle royale fans accuse hunger games of ripping them off like i find it funny that in the media adaptation world so like and i think this will be the 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 handoff between the two is that so in in 06 ish uh new line cinema um uh purchased the the uh, production rights for an american adaptation of battle royale Hmm. would you like to take a guess what killed that uh i'm guessing hunger games nope um the virginia tech shooting in 07 made that funding impossible they could not secure uh, like based on the market research that they were doing they could not secure um funding for mm-hmm. a movie that was relying on revenue whose premise was that kids were given guns and told to kill each other on each other ride. yeah like and the thing is like the graphic novels are very graphic gross they're graphic. so yeah so the thing is like i remember purchasing some of those graphic novels from like my local bookstore and the thing was those those like graphic novels were in in like shrink not wrap. styrofoam but um the plastic yeah, yeah they were shrink wrapped because they didn't <laughs> want people like looking in them because it was very graphic they were you know it, it, lots of nudity and lots of just like real gross sexual gore. yeah a lot of yeah. um just actual like not violence but like gore and you know and and that's that's fine if that's what you want to like look at i mean clearly i looked at it but like for a kid that could definitely like scar a kid who doesn't know exactly what they're (laughs) looking at if they're like oh manga i like Yu-Gi-Oh. let me pick up this battle royale oh it's a kid's head exploding with brain matter going everywhere (laughs) now i can't sleep for five years yeah but yeah i mean but like if you are of the age i think it is like a uh 18 and older sort of story but if you are of the age it is like they hit on some very thought-provoking themes and ideas 
Yeah, well, and, and it's funny, the and this is what I was talking about, The it's funny the flip of who's being accused of copying who. Mm-hmm. Um, the the producer for the, the American version that never came to pass um, said in 2012 that, yeah, like at that point, because Hunger Games was out and so popular they wouldn't they weren't able to do it then because audiences would see it as a hunger games ripoff so you know and this was a funny statement to read in 2021 uh it might make a comeback for the next generation in 10 to 15 years so do you realize we're closer to 2027 than we are to 2012 i know that's (laughs) when i read that quote i was like hmm (laughs) <laughs> did some math in my head and was like i don't like this i don't like this at all <laughs> i'm not a fan I'm not, a, not fan. a fan of that <laughs> yeah exactly but uh yeah. but yeah like this also led you know to the the video game craze with PUBG and fortnite and apex legends and, and mm-hmm. things like that but um, it doesn't have like really any correlation other than you are fighting other people in our arena and it's basically last person standing. Yeah. 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 And, and, um, you know, I guess to talk about the book, um, I I think I was telling you off mic. I don't, I don't know how long this episode will be to be perfectly frank, because like, I don't have like an intense deep love for this. Yeah. And I don't have a deep hatred of it. Like, it just exists, and it's fine. Yeah. If that makes sense. I mean, it's hard because, like, so the book goes into a lot more detail than the movie. Mm-hmm. The book definitely, um, because the book tells a story. It follows a, a character, a, a younger uh, schoolboy, who ends up becoming allies in this incredibly stressful situation yeah. with his love interest it's not girl. even his love interest it's his it's the love interest of his oh, friend yeah who ends up dying y- right <laughs> yeah and basically he's like take care of her and he's like i'm trying to take care of myself and then yeah. they also like hook up with the guy who actually won the last one because they were pissed off that he won so you know yeah um and i guess there is that one parallel where like they do trick them like at the end of the book uh they trick them somehow because they figure out that the the callers basically monitor their heart rate so if you can figure it out some way to like trick the callers you can pretend that you're dead yeah. So the two people ended up pretending like they're dead and having the guy who won the previous one win it again, but end up like escaping. Like they don't even fort this uh this you know, this particular thing. They just like end up escaping. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it's it's a thing yeah it's a thing it's um i don't know it's it's uh it's funny to me like it's it's just kind of vanilla i guess like the descriptions are not exceedingly gross of things like it's and it could be the translation 
but like the manga is way worse. Like yeah, and and there. maybe it's also the visualization of the manga as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean that definitely um, plays a part. Just because like the artwork, the artwork is actually like whoever did the like the actual drawing of the manga. It's visually like yeah, it's visually jarring, but it's like visually stunning in a sense too because it's like so well put together yeah if you know what i mean like it's it's rough to look at but like when you look at it you're like somebody took their time to put this together (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, it it um it's it's funny it's gotten so many adaptations like there's the manga that you mentioned that um uh oh well i'm looking at it now i guess i have or had a uh, almost complete run of it because it was only fifteen nice. volumes. Yeah, but it um, wasn't that many. Yeah, it was Tokyo Pop. Um, I think I had like twelve volumes, and then I was just like, "Ah, eh, you know what? I'm done." Yeah. <laughs> um, they did a second manga for a year in o three mm. to o four called Battle Royale Blitz Royale or Battle Royale Two Blitz Royale, hmm. and then they had a two chapter spin off in twenty eleven called Angels Border that followed the you know the the girls that hole up in the lighthouse yeah yeah it, it follows them did they die though didn't uh, they yep. like one of them like poison yep. all the other one though <laughs> the, yep that happened <laughs> yeah, okay yeah because they end up like one of the girls end up rescuing the main character because he like gets into a fight and gets like the crap being out of him but doesn't actually die so they like take him up to the lighthouse because she has a crush on him and then yeah the weapon that the one of the girls got was like poison so she poisons yeah. their like curry from what i remember yeah 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 it, it's so weird because there's like a bunch of random characters that i kind of remember like i remember the like short funny character who's like kind of this me to the smart like computer person who's trying to like figure this out and stuff like that and he has a really interesting arc where he like becomes a little bit more self-reliant and self-confident and then he dies yeah and you're just like oh okay well (laughs) yeah it's like oh well cool i guess it's Uh kind of like that like i don't know you can't get behind any of these characters because, like... Yeah, they're all kind of unlikable. I don't know, yeah. They, I, I they're remember just kind of beige, I guess. There's the track girl, too, who, like, runs around. And then there's the psycho. There's the guy who, like, ends up, like, getting a machine gun, and he's, like, literally a psychopath, so... Yeah, I mean, well, and it's funny, they're all, dis- like, distilled down into yeah Classes. because against because like like and, and i'm I'm thinking now um maybe i can name more um like and it because I, I read this like a while ago yeah, yeah a while ago yeah. um but the let's see so the main character is named mm-hmm. shuya right yep. and i want to say it's not nanahara who's the like yeah no girl. his his last name or his family name hmm. i think it's shuya nanahara uh i think noriko is the 
girl. Yeah, Noriko. His friend had a crush mm-hmm. on. Yeah, who he ends up teaming up with, and then yeah. the gruff guy who won the previous one is Ko Ko, Ko uh Ko Kawada. I believe so. Kawada, I think it's Kawada. Yeah. Um, and then Kazuo is the super bad guy. Yeah, it's just like the psychopath. He's just like time to murder. Yeah, he's like it's time to die now. Yeah, um, because it it is interesting. There's a a part. I think it's like the class president who her I guess item that she got was a megaphone. And she basically goes up to like a hill and she makes the argument of like, if we actually don't participate, they can't do anything to us. Like, we don't have to kill each other. Well, I mean. And then she gets murdered by the psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say it is an interesting um, thing that actually video games do nowadays with these battle royales where they make hot zones where you can't stay in this particular zone because it makes people move around. Yeah. Because people would end up just like camping in one particular place for the entire game. So a lot of these games and it's um, a lot of like, you know, video games do this as well where they make the map smaller or they make particular areas off limits, which gives, which makes people have to move around. And that was definitely an inspiration that I could see drawn from this particular piece of media because their colors that they had that monitors their heartbeat as well as what they're saying also will explode decapitating them if they end up giving into a a non-safe zone because they have a map that's broke up in a grid and each morning they list off like D3 is going to be a non-safe zone. So if you're there, you're going to die. Yeah. And um, it's interesting because, yeah, with video games, it um, they take a lot of that too because it makes people move around. And when you're moving around, you have more interaction with other people or people just sit and camp yeah 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 i mean it's it's interesting um mechanics that he's come up with for this game um or for the the game in the world rather yeah um and i think i feel like it focuses more on the game like explaining the game and explaining the mechanics and explaining the the pieces or the characters in this game than it does in the world. And that's fine. But I don't know. It just leaves a little bit of yeah storytelling I mean, lacking for me. Yeah. And my, uh, yeah, again, my, my feeling on it is I'm like, it's, it's fine. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'll reread it. Um, yeah. I don't think I would reread it or reread the manga yeah. or even like watch the movie like i know what happens yeah <laughs> i know what happens so um well with that said what what would you give what grade would you give this uh, uh probably like uh c maybe a c minus c minus wow 
I mean, it's it's decent. It's yeah. It's like average, but like I don't know. Like I, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I um, I Why? gave it. Do you give a, it? Well, I gave it a B. Um, okay, and that's really like the strength of it having a B is mm-hmm. solely because of all of the media that spawned from it. Like that, it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's a good template for things to be built off of but it's not Mm -hmm. really fleshed out enough for like to be good in itself in and of itself Mm -hmm. um i can see that i mean that's a different level of of or different type of quality you know yeah like it's not every day that you you find a uh a book that was written that was the basis of an entire video game genre yeah also like other movies and properties have similar uh things yeah you know it's just Um, so my grading is more like it's more based on like would i recommend this to somebody or something along those lines like not what has it spawned because if yeah. I was kind of more on that criteria, I would probably give it like a, a C plus. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, i I'd, I'd recommend people read this if if they've seen the movie or are interested in like where the idea for battle royale games came from. Yeah, mm-hmm. I. If you don't read it, it's not necessary. <laughs> like, yeah, um, I don't think it's like a particular must read book yeah or anything along those lines but you know if it's something that interests you if that's like your jam i would be like okay yeah yeah exactly like i wouldn't hold it against someone if they really really liked this book because yeah yeah i think my brother really does like this like not like obsessively but like he he does like this book yeah Um, and that's perfectly fine like again yeah it's like i I, I wouldn't say it's his favorite either. Like it's it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah I've read that book and I enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just kind I of. I mean, and and don't get me wrong with my low grade. Like it was it was a an interesting read, but like oh, yeah 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 I just personally well, and, don't think I would be like yeah. And you know, also it's very rare that we read things in the book club that that are international. Mm-hmm. in origin like i'm looking at the list that we've done now and let's see the little prince was that was international that was international um and then battle royale like everything else has been by an american author or a canadian author hmm. Interesting. um so so yeah like it's it's interesting to get um which i know canada's international you, you know what i mean um, I know what you mean, yeah. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's always good to open yourself Expand. to other, other authors from other countries with different ideas. Mm-hmm. And I um, guess it's so versatile. Like, yeah, I feel like if reading or like, not, not just like reading, but like if, if reading isn't your thing, maybe you could be like, well, I want to read the manga or watch the movie or something like that like it's easily consumable 
Yeah. 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 But I would, again, say probably read this if you're over 18. Yeah. I mean, well, because the movie itself is is R or or eighteen plus uh, yeah. in in Japan, um, which is a good pivot to the movie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so movie came out in two thousand. Um, did you watch this recently, or were you just going from memory on this? Uh, I was just going from memory. Really, yeah, again, year. like the most vivid, like memories i have of this is reading the manga because exactly the manga is so visual like there are things in that movie that are kind of implied like there's this one girl who uses her sexuality as kind of a weapon because she has a very like close combat she has a a right rice scythe like the cut like rice and stuff like that yeah so the only way that she can really I guess the way that getting she, close yeah is getting close and she uses again her sexuality to sort of like lure people in and then like kill them yeah um it's only kind of implied in the movie like you don't see her like you you see her like kill somebody but like she flirts with this person it cuts to a scene she's killed that person well, I remember there's like a very specific scene in the manga that's just like, oh, wow, that's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So well, so I'm not sure if it was like scarring to young <laughs> to hurt. And maybe that's just why I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the... um the the movie itself it's it's interesting to me the the like behind the scenes pro well so so to start off i guess on a four and a half million dollar budget it made back around 31 million um Mm -hmm. and that's obviously from international sales as well yeah um 87 percent on rotten tomato and 81 on metacritic which i think that's a little bit high but Um, I mean, the movie's fun. Uh, pre-production. So, so the interesting thing to me about the pre-production of this is, so they started out with 6,000 actors. Then they mm-hmm. whittled them down to 800. Mm-hmm. Then they had them do six months of physical fitness training. And mm-hmm. they ended up with their 42. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Shogo... Okay, so that's his name. Kawada's name is Shogo. Um, so Shogo and Kazuo are played by 25-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> um, Built. Everyone else is um, either 16 or 17 years old. Yeah. Um, Takashi Kitano uh, is the guy that plays Sakamochi, the, uh, the the teacher figure, the government official. Oh, yeah. Um he was cast specifically because he's a well-known comedian and the host of Takeshi's Castle. Oh, I did not know that. He, yes, he is. He he Takeshi Kitano is the host of Takeshi's Castle, and and yeah, he he was cast specifically because he's a comedian. Huh. Um, it's kind of like um, have you ever seen the movie Running Man? Uh, yes, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
Yeah, yeah. So so in that movie, Richard Dawson plays um uh, I forget his name, but he's the host of the television show. Uh Richard Dawson at that time was the host of Family Feud. Mm. So he was known like he was known as being like commentary and jovial and funny, and then you watch him in that movie and it's like, oh god, he's a no, monster. No, yeah. So yeah, like <laughs> it's 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 different, like it's a similar thing, but culturally different of like, oh, what's this comedian doing? Oh, he's telling these children to murder each other. <laughs> yeah. This is um but the uh, the so another interesting thing about the pre-production is the director of the film only decided to direct the film because it reminded him of the time when he was 15 uh working in a munitions factory during world war ii okay um it, the, so the factory he was working in came under artillery fire and students couldn't escape so they dove under each other for cover and then the survivors were responsible for disposing of the corpses wow um, he, yeah that's real fucking dark um yeah. he realized that the government was lying about the war and developed a burning hatred for adults and authority figures and that was why he decided to direct this movie okay which is interesting because you know with the age of him being around 15 in world war ii um in this movie coming out in 2000 that would make him in the area of like 70 years old yeah this movie um he apparently opposed the r15 plus rating because of his own experiences as a 15 year old and the novel use of 15 year olds um as as okay. most of the cast was around 15 when it was filmed hmm. um yeah so like he i love how his opinion is just like well i know what well, i experienced i experienced it so yeah, like um so so yeah like for 11 years so it wasn't until 2011 that it was actually officially released in the u.s and canada um huh. it was screened for distributors uh like uh, apparently a few months after some school shooting here um and so obviously distributors passed on it left and right yeah. um toei execs were apparently warned by american lawyers that somebody would go to prison if this movie was mass released in the u.s at the time and i know they wouldn't like that's yeah. that seems like an overreaction that seems me. seems a bit bit of a lie but yeah that seems like something that would happen i get like maybe you would be concerned about it at the time but like that's not going to happen yeah like no one's going to go to jail because of a movie um hmm. i oh, i mean outside of very specific circumstances like yes yeah that's not anything that would happen but yeah like i said i i came across this movie um in probably I was well into high school, so like 2002, I want to yeah. say, was, um, I, I, on a VCD. I don't really remember the movie much, but was the movie that graphic or? Not especially. Like okay. it's, it's, um, it's along the lines of, because I mean it's a Toei movie, so it has a decent budget, like four and a half million dollars, um, for a little indie movie like that, or not indie movie, but a smaller movie like this in Japan at the time, like that was a significant budget. Like it wasn't, you know, it was blockbuster money, yeah. but it wasn't like half a million dollars. Um, you know, so it's, it's got like 
the cheesy effects that you see uh, out of like Japanese movies at the time. So like mm-hmm. a lot of Cairo syrup with red dye in it, like Evil Dead. Um, <laughs> but but it's not that graphic. Like the manga, I think, is just so wildly graphic. Yeah, because it can be. Yeah, um, and again, like that's my main reference because I think I read that manga in high school, and yeah, that's what I remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that that's the one that. I have the memories of, even though I've partaken of all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Just because it's so visually like, yeah, like abrasive. The, yeah, like it's so like getting your head and like, oh wow, I didn't need to know what it looked like when someone's face was smeared off on the sidewalk, but okay, <laughs> all now right. I know what that looks like. <laughs> um, yeah. And the funny thing is, those mangas are black and white. Like, they're, yeah, like, they're black and white. <laughs> they're but gross, like I said, they whoever. <laughs> like again, I guess I'm just going to have to look up the the manga artists uh, of that because whoever did that is is a fantastic artist. Yeah, they definitely made me sick to my stomach. Um, yeah, reading it uh, because yeah, it's. Masayuki Taguchi. Okay. So yeah, Masayuki Taguchi is uh I don't know, awesome it illustrating. Um I wonder what else he's done. Oh no. I'm on a uh Is it porn? <laughs> it's, it's probably <laughs> hentai, right? It's gotta be hentai. Based on your reaction of his other works. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, it's just strange things I've never heard. Huh. Like, Baron Gone Battle? Oh. Oh, yeah, that's... It's naked people. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I imagined. Like, it's so graphic that it's like, yeah, this guy probably has a type. Like, he probably animates poor, or illustrates poor. I don't know, I wouldn't... (laughs) And not like, not like the, 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 like, standard type, like, the gross stuff that's sold in, like, the back of the porn store, <laughs> you know? Uh, um, but, uh, but yeah, no, the, you know, the movie's fine. It's kind of dark, like, in terms of lighting. Like, I, I don't know if they mm-hmm. were, like, going for a natural lighting look, but they definitely didn't have the cameras for it, if that's what they uh. Um... Although that could be because I've only seen the VCD of it, and I don't know if I don't know what the transfer quality is like. <laughs> yes, so it might be a much brighter movie than than I'm familiar with. And what you're, yeah, remembering. Um, it's okay. I mean, I I would recommend people watch it if they're interested in something like that. Like, it's not overly graphic. It's it it is probably closer to the type of movie that hunger games is than the yeah. book is to the type because of book like if that i was sense. kind of thinking about this it's like hunger games isn't like super graphic the movie isn't no it's PG-13. i think yeah i think the most like intense part is probably when they're fighting off the mutants in like the first one yeah yeah but other than that like mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, it, it's... It's, um... Yeah, it's funny. Like, I feel like my feelings on this are that if... Again, if you like the type of, like... If you're, you're an adult that saw the movies based on the YA novels, like... Because, you know, there was a run of those after Hunger Games. Like, you had... Uh, what is it the maze runner and like stuff like that mm-hmm. um i think someone who liked those movies would also be interested in this film yeah. as an adult yeah. um but yeah it's not overly graphic like i i think now it would probably be a pg-13 here okay um, yeah again like i just remember watching the movie and in japanese culture club and i think that was the only time i've seen that movie then when i was doing research i noticed that there was a battle royale 2 yeah it is bad yeah like it is i can only imagine um i i think i saw it on netflix like when we first got netflix streaming Mm. um yeah it's it's not memorable i can't even remember finishing it like i don't even know what happens past a certain point so <laughs> yeah battle royale 2 requiem <laughs> yeah guess guess what uh what percentage you got on ron tomatoes uh is it less than 10 oh it's close it's 30 percent. oh okay I, that's higher than i would have thought shit um, yeah it doesn't look like they have any of like the original people came out no, in 2000 funny because you know what i think at the beginning of that if i remember right at the beginning of that movie they do a flashback to the end of the first one because it picks up like right after oh yeah and, and they're they like we've got to change our faces or something yeah <laughs> no like, no it's yeah, it's like we've got to change our faces or something like that. And it's yeah, like, I think I saw a meme. Reason for, <laughs> for just it's redo. It's like being the, you know, on a boat because that's yeah. that's what they show effectively is they show the conversation that they have on the boat as they're leaving yeah. the island, and it's like, dude, just reshoot that scene with your new actors. What are you? <laughs> do- Why did you? <laughs> add this face relocation thing it's it's like the matrix with like the oracle of like "Ah, i gotta change up my image and stuff like that it's like (laughs) okay it's okay (laughs) yeah um yeah i mean it's yeah no it's it's do not watch the second movie the first one's fine um and then you can stop um I'm looking at this, and they make them do another game. Yeah, that's not surprising. Uh, I gotta. Yeah. I'm not diving down this rabbit hole. <laughs> not today, Satan. Not today. Um. Well, I guess with that, uh, we can close out and just say the uh, the next book club book is uh, it's actually your choice. It is mm-hmm. George Orwell's 1945 work animal farm which yeah I've never read before so i'm actually excited which to- i'm surprised since i feel like that's a um a literature book that you would read in like high school um so here's the thing um in when i was in school 
I mean, it's very political in a sense. It is. I um. So so here's <laughs> the reason I changed school between eighth grade and ninth grade mm-hmm. is I went to school in South Carolina, which is not progressive in the slightest, and. Surprise. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> um, and uh, I forget what year summer reading that was. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it was for the next year's assignments. But there was, I remember there being some like, like PTA, like meeting or whatever. And my parents coming, coming back from it and just being thoroughly disgusted because people were complaining about either this or 1984, or maybe both, um, Mm. for those political reasons. And they were like, okay, we're not sending you to school there. We're going to send you to this other school. (laughs) Because, yeah, yeah, like, and, and, um, yeah, and I just never read it. Like, it, it, I guess they could have just bought a paperback version of it and told me, but, like, both of my parents are vehemently, like, no don't censor things like that's that's ridiculous like you're doing exactly what he's saying don't do yeah (laughs) i mean and i i don't see people like seeking this book out unless it's for some sort of school work or something like that but i do feel like there's value in the book and i'll be interested to talk to you about it and see how not politically charged we get but i'll be interested to see some of your i well so i'm interested i'm interested to see it because of how it was pitched to me and i haven't read it yet um okay so how it's it was, not how, a how, long read yeah no it's it's because it's i think it's technically a novella it's kind of yeah. like what this i am legend type type book where it's like it's it's a novel but not really you know yeah but Um, i do think that there's a lot to discuss and to unpack yeah so so my my understanding of it this is this is why i was told it was not allowed in school is it that it promotes um very progressive uh political ideology and i know that do you know anything about orwell before world war ii um not off the top of my head i haven't done my research on this one so orwell i know i know from outside reading um orwell spent most of his time before world war ii in spain during the spanish civil war throwing bombs at fascists yeah so i know i i know what type of person well like i know what type of person that aura was and generally what his politics are like i i i feel like you're not going to be surprised i'm not going to be too surprised because i feel like if you're the type of person that spent your time up until these like world changing works of literature throwing bombs at fascists you're probably an okay person <laughs> you know um so yeah i'm 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 curious to see what animal farm holds yeah i'm i'm curious about our discussion 
I, yeah. I look forward to, to talking with you about it. Yeah, I, I definitely um, am, am looking forward to uh, discussing that. But uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be doing that in a little bit. So uh, stay tuned. Wear a mask. Stay safe. Yeah. Um, hopefully, everyone's getting the the vaccine. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Definitely um, go for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, be kind and yeah, wear a mask. Don't don't yeah. go out there killing people <laughs> because you don't and, wear a mask. Yeah, and and uh, treat people with kindness and respect. I know a lot of people are, you know, tired. Terrible. Well, no, not terrible. <laughs> people people are tired, and people are you know at their limits, and just yeah. understand that like you know it's it's trying times, and try to put yourself in their shoes, and yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Um, let me pull up the schedule so I don't speak out of turn. And we will be discussing uh, memories of favorite family vacations because, boy, I wish I could go on a vacation. But yeah, that would <laughs> be fun. Yeah. Talk about some of our previous trips and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, with that, we will. See you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.